Hello. Welcome to Stoner Chicks Podcast, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. Oh my gosh, I'm Phoebe Richards. Oh, hell yeah. I'm Stephanie Thompson. Right on. I'm Kayla Teal. Yeah, dude. Grace Penzel. Baby goes last. Baby goes last. <laughs> no one puts baby last. No one puts baby last. But we did. Ooh, you know what's not last? This episode. In fact, it is episode 54, and it is our anniversary episode. It is our one-year motherfucking anniversary episode. (laughs) Yes. We got a fucking soundboard, guys. (laughs) Yeah, guess what else we're doing this time that is brand spanking new to Stoner Chicks Podcast. Well, we are recording this in person. We are all in one room sitting around one table. Looking at each other's. Beautiful eyes. More applause. More applause. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Kayla, uh, Kayla's on the soundboard, the ones and twos. Yeah, I apologize in advance about this soundboard. We have an air horn now. It's going to get messy, and I'm sorry. Is there a fart one? No. No, not yet. That's a damn shame. We can program our own, though, so. Okay, so now we get in the same room with each other, and we all just become like shock jock yeah DJs. <laughs> like like that's our instant vibe <laughs> <laughs> but we are here we're in person we're in the same room we have been putting out new episodes every single week for an entire year so i wanted to start us off with a conversation what are the things you've learned over this last year what are the ways you've grown and what are the things you are proud of I think about the fact that one year ago when we were, uh, I guess we first started recording more than a year ago, when we would sit down to record, I found it so incredibly hard to even know what to say, how to do it. I felt like we were in so over our head. And now when we sit down and record, I feel totally comfortable. And I feel like I'm a podcaster. I feel very confident to say I'm a podcaster now. So that simple fact on its own, how far I felt completely like I was jumping into water without really knowing how to swim to feeling like I know what I'm doing for the most part. That's great. The biggest thing I've learned about, I guess, well, I've learned a lot about audio and we have had so many technical issues. And I didn't realize when we started the podcast how much tech would we would have to do ourselves and learn how. So just about audio in general. But as far as like what I've learned from our listeners is there's there's a lot of people out there that are stoners that live in places where they don't have any friends that smoke weed. You know, like there's a lot of people out there who are solo stoners and like those are the people that have reached out to us and have been really cool people to meet on the internet. So I learned a lot about cannabis and parenting and how parents have to deal with so much stigma about their cannabis consumption. And I also learned about the endocannabinoid system, the the whole system in our body that interacts with cannabis and is the reason why cannabis helps so many people in health crises. Those are the biggest things I've learned societally. Yeah, I guess my personal journey for me on the podcast would be a little bit more personal, where I remember a year ago I was living in not the best place and I was also living in my bathrobe Mm -hmm. I was not a very I actually remember looking at our first recording and I'm in the bathrobe (laughs) and so to go from there to where I am now 
is huge, not only in a personal journey, but I know that the podcast had a lot to do with it. You guys had a crap ton to do with just helping me get back on my feet. It was the podcast gave me something to look forward to every week. And it's just been an incredible journey growing it and being more comfortable recording, but then just our cementing our friendship even more every day has been Mm -hmm. probably my highlight. Wow, a lot really has changed since last year. I I feel you on the fact that like I think around that time that was like when we were still on lockdown and it was winter in the northwest, which is hard enough, but my mental health was in the worst place it had ever been, and I feel like when Phoebe reached out to us, I was like, "Yes, thank you. I need something." And like it it's been such a big year that thinking about a year ago, it's like that feels like forever ago now. I mean, I'll echo that, like, the place that we were in when we recorded our first episode, I was, like, pretty fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been just lovely to get to do this with you guys. Also, for me, like, I spent so much of my life feeling like I had to sideline or kind of be at least a little bit ashamed of one of the things that I love so much and have had like a really long relationship with, you know, someone who's like, oh, I've loved this certain band since I was in high school or like this author really spoke to me at a young age and blah, blah, blah. They can talk about that. No one's going to judge it. But me maybe talking about weed and how I feel about it up until just recently always kind of felt like something I shouldn't talk about or Mm -hmm. shouldn't be part of my identity that I should be proud of. And now I feel like after the communities that we've found online and talking to you guys and the people that we've interviewed and the people that I've researched, I feel like this podcast is a huge part of what I'm putting my energy into these days. And it's totally focused on weed and why I love it. And I just feel really empowered in that. Like I can proudly say like, yeah, I'm a stoner. Like so fucking what I've got, like I'm doing shit with it, you know? Mm -hmm. And even if you're not, I just think, and that's that too, is like all of the different ways now, especially with meme culture and the way that people frame things, all of the different ways that I've seen weed framed in the different ways that people can use it it just is so expansive that like I feel I feel good living here and talking about it and being here with you guys and experiencing it and like the fact that we are just like stoner friends who love to hang out with each other and kick it yeah I got 99 problems but my weed ain't one (laughs) good one good one good one yeah anyway so that's my heartfelt shit Oh, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, Grace. I'm Phoebe here. I. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, we see you, Phoebe. You're in the same room with us. That was for the listeners. We can can see you. Uh, The friendship we've built, and I mean, I considered all of you very good friends through the year before we started recording when we, you know, sort of the whole pandemic started and we were all having smoke sessions together. had really started me being like, oh, these are, this community is so important in keeping me healthy right now. But doing this podcast together, the friend, like how close I've gotten with you all. I love theater 
and got into improv through theater. And the reason I always love those is because I love creating with community. Like I love the process and having people I'm making art with much more. I do like making things on my own, but I really, I'm fed off of the process with friends. Mm -hmm. And just being able to make this together. I mean, I'll say early on, there was sometimes where I had anxieties about how we were all going to get along. And we have taken on a lot in this last year, and I don't have any of those anxieties anymore. I feel we have a really strong base. And I just, it's just nice having this small, really tight group that's like now we're like a family making this podcast together and it just I don't know the it just gives a lot of layers to our friendship mm-hmm. that I think early on maybe I worried somehow would complicate a friendship or something weird right. that, that of course but now it's like no it just like adds like so much like richness mm-hmm. com- complexity in like good ways well I feel we're in our first live record, and that means it's the first time we can all smoke weed together Woo! in real life while recording the podcast. So let's uh, light yes. up a joint. Yes. Light up. I got light. an infused joint. Ooh. Sorry, guys. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, Grace is going to be really high. So yeah. you can just take like one hit if you want. We've already hit a bong, and now we're going That's through true. an infused joint. Yeah, if if we felt, like, extra sentimental just now, it's because we got, like, really big together and are staring into each other's yeah. eyes. We're, For the first time. We're, like, like seeing the glistening emotions <laughs> brimming from each other's glistening eyes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A lot of glistening. So Steph's about to light it up. High. Don't light your hair. Do you want me to hold your mic? Oh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> We've already made jokes about lighting our mics on fire. I, th- these, these, it makes me nervous with these wind guards. Phoebe's <laughs> holding Steph's mic up to her, smoking a joint like she's on the news. <laughs> You're a field reporter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do we got here that we're smoking? It's um, ginger chamomile. Ginger chamomile. It sounds like oh, I'm getting ready for bed. Sounds like I'm trying to soothe my stomach. And this is made by Legit Gold. Legit Gold. All right, Kayla's now hitting our joint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, why did you get a sound thing and I don't? What it, okay, hold here's, on. Wait, here's Grace's. She's hitting it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the smoke's billowing out around the mic. Okay, I can't wait to find out Phoebe's sound effect. Did you like that? <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right, Phoebe thank about you. to hit her, the the joint, not hers, the. <laughs> You're a jazzy gal. I like when Phoebe starts talking in third person sometimes. <laughs> so, Steph, I didn't give you a sound, but here's one. It's <laughs> a heartbeat. Yeah, I think that means you're getting a little too high. A heartbeat <laughs> of America. Stephanie Thompson. So, guess what? I have exciting news. I'm going to throw this in. We all watched one of my favorite movies together the other day. Oh my God. We saw The Journey of Natty Gan. You know that wolf movie that Phoebe has mentioned <laughs> on the podcast at least four times? We finally got to see it in all its John Cusack glory. And honestly, that was like, what, four days ago? Yeah. I've thought about it every single day since then. <laughs> I have an two. an intense movie. 
it is it feels like something extreme is happening every five minutes to the plot. Like these people are having a rough time. Well, again, I'll say if you are 14 living in the Depression and train hopping, that's a yeah, probably every day is pretty extreme. (laughs) Okay, wait, I think we're Uh, probably good. What? No, we still want to smoke it. I had one hit. Well, time out, time out, time out. Hey, we're timing out, listeners. So you all enjoyed the journey of Natty Gant? <laughs> <laughs> I think you were saying how it was so intense. Well, I'm used to it. I've seen it so many times. So watching it with friends that hadn't seen it made me be like, oh, yeah, this is a really intense movie. Grace was having some reactions. I cried during the oh. dog fight part. I didn't open my eye. My eyes were closed that entire time. I even, Why anyone would feel the need to show a dog fight in a children's movie is beyond me. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't even want to really talk about that part. But she, the girl was very cool. Meredith Salinger. Yeah. And the dad was very much um, attractive. <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, check out The Journey of Natty Gan. It's a Phoebe childhood favorite. It's a wild ride. It's a wild ride. <laughs> Disney just doesn't make them like that anymore. She has a wolf. She has a wolf friend. She punches some people. She train hops. Pretty much the most badass 14-year-old in any character of anything I've seen. Yeah. She's a beast. I felt lucky to have you show it to us. Oh. Uh, speaking of which, uh, show and tell. You guys know it? You guys heard of it? <laughs> yeah, I remember that from uh, the kindergarten days. Yeah, you bring your underwear in, show it to the class. I I had I had a lot of anxiety about show and tell because I always wanted to have a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I one time had a, was in the middle of show and tell and an earthquake happened. Whoa. Were they like, whoa, you brought weather. <laughs> Wait, earthquakes aren't weather. Oh, my God. Well, I, w- I was not the one showing and telling. I was watching my friend Daniel, who I'm still friends with, do a show and tell. And he just all of a sudden went, is this an earthquake? And then I started noticing things oh. starting to shake. What? Was that 2002? 2001. It was 2001 in Washington, yeah. Yeah, that was a big one. Yep, it was the big one. Happened during show and tell. Kayla just showed us and told us, we're going to have more show and tell after this. Your smoke break. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Welcome back from your smoke break. Once again, we are the Stoner Chicks and we are all looking into each other's faces right now. <laughs> it is so beautiful and so strange. <laughs> We're in the middle of a show and tell episode. Yes. And we just heard a beautiful uh, tell of Kayla's show and tell in the earthquake. But now you're going to tell something else. Yeah, I've got a show. Um So I brought a VHS tape because Phoebe has a VHS player in the room we're recording in. So I was going to show you what's on it. But like my VHS player, Phoebe's VHS player is broken. So I can't show you this time. But this is a tape, uh, a home movie of the time I was on Slime Time Live when I was 
12. So really quick, explain Slime Time Live. Slime Time Live was like this. It was kind of like this show that was on during the commercials between shows on Nickelodeon. And what happens in it is kids get slimed. Um, I didn't get slimed, but I got shot with a slime gun. So I did get... Where did it hit you? Kind of hit me across the chest (laughs) in a zigzag pattern. Oh, what color was it? It was green. The classic slime. I tasted it. It didn't taste like anything at all. Oh. Whoa. My game that I played, I was on the blue team and I played Applesauce Toss Across, which was a game where I had to throw applesauce water balloons at another girl and she popped them into a bucket with a line on it. Oh. Oh, I've seen that bucket in uh, many a competition (laughs) series. How'd you do? I lost. The red team won. Oh, no. Ah, fuck the red team. Yeah. So you have video proof of this. Yeah, well, I do. It, it, it's sitting in this VHS tape that we can't watch. But we can look at it. Yeah, so mm, there it is. I'm looking at it. It says Slime Time Live <laughs> 5-03. Which I think means May of 2003. Can I tell you that I'm sorry that I didn't respond more enthusiastically about the (laughs) slime time ad earlier. I was like really zoning out on the lines on this mixer that we have. There's like (laughs) so many colors. We smoke that infused joint and I'm just like looking at these colorful lines, like tracking the sound waves of our voices. So I have to just like not look at that and look at you. I'm so (laughs) sorry. It is beautiful, this thing we have on the table here. (laughs) So yeah, that's pretty much it. It was a wild day. I was with my parents, my brother, and my cousin, and it was very exciting for all of us. Amazing. Thank you, Kayla. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for your show and tell. Thank you for (laughs) your show and tell, show and tell. That sounded ominous. (laughs) Show and tell. As a 90s kid, I really appreciated the Slime Time shout out. Well, I do have a functioning VHS player. On you? On your person? Not on my person, but I have it at home. Just saying. Well, next time we're at Stephanie's, I'll bring the tape and make you all watch <laughs> Slime Time Live, 503. <laughs> Can we also watch Star Wars? Do you like Star Wars? I do like Star Wars, and I have it on VHS. I just really want to see the original ones before George Lucas went back in there and fucked it all up. Hey, Stephanie, what did you bring? (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of television, I brought... um, We can see a stack of books in Stephanie's hand. Yes. So I have a happy place. Uh Uh-huh. A place I go when things are dark. And it's a weird place um, that people might not think would be my happy place. But it is the world of Cabot Cove of the Murder, She Wrote world. Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's Jessica Fletcher. If you don't know, um, Murder, She Wrote was a television series that ran in the 80s and 90s for like, oh my God, like 12 seasons or I think a lot. Yeah, a lot. Starring Angela Lansbury. Starring Angela Lansbury is Jessica Fletcher, who was a school teacher who wrote a novel and became famous. And she she became she wrote murder mysteries, and then um, throughout her notoriety, she just happens across a lot of murders. Every <laughs> single episode, someone dies, and she finds their body. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Yeah, and she solves them, and she's just a badass. She never carries a weapon. She always solves a murder. It's 
just a world I love to live in. And everyone's yeah. just so like, I, I can't explain it. The Murder, She Wrote world is a place where I might even cry thinking about it. Yeah. Well, show us your books. Okay. So my books are my grandma at the thrift store in Waterville, Washington. Someone donated um, Murder, She Wrote mystery books. Ooh. And I've read them all. The best one by far is this one, Dying to Retire. <laughs> and that takes place in a Florida retirement community. They're just really good and they're written by Jessica Fletcher. If you read if you see the front, it says Jessica Fletcher and I forget who the other guy is. Donald Donald Bain. Bain. <laughs> Was Angela Lansbury the lead in Bed Knobs and Broomsticks? Yes. Oh my God. And she's Chip's mom in Beauty and the Beast. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah. Um, but these books, I've read them every single one multiple times because every time I'm feeling a little down and I, I just want to be absorbed in a world, I, I read my Murder, She Wrote books. And I only have five. And there's way more than that. So I'm always keeping my eye out for a Murder, She Wrote book. Listeners, if you find any Murder, She Wrote books, <laughs> you must send them to Stoner Chicks, P.O. Box 80586, Seattle, Washington, 98108. This is no test. This is the real deal. We need Murder, She Wrote books. Yes. <laughs> and I will return you in postage. Whatever it costs to send the postage, I'll return back to you. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will pay shipping. <laughs> I pulled out the piano bench, sat, and touched a key. It was a C. It rang out. I'd had piano lessons as a child, although I hadn't stuck with it. But I believe that musical training makes better writers. That was just a random <laughs> paragraph from one of the books. That's from Murder in Moscow. It's a good one, too. <laughs> I love these. Thank you, Steph. Oh, amazing show and tell. What did you say after Kayla's? Thank you, show and telling me. Show and tell, show and tell. <laughs> Well, that was Phoebe's creepy version. Show and tell. Show and tell. Oh, no. Come and show me show and tell. Grace, it's your turn. It's my turn. No, don't be scary about it. I'm already feeling so. Okay, so this is my show and tell. I don't have a ton of my belongings in Seattle right now. I had to leave a lot behind. Because there was only so much that could fit in my car. But I do have uh, several of these. There's still a couple back in New Mexico. But one that I brought with me, which is like shoe boxes that are just filled with like mementos and pictures. And especially things that I've like had hung on my walls in various rooms before. Which includes a lot of cards from people. Uh, like photographs and then cards that people have sent me or whatever. So. I have one of these boxes with me, and I brought just oh, some cool. stuff, Ooh. examples of things that I love. Examples of would things go <laughs> on my fridge or on my wall. This like, is yeah, from Phoebe. So we're looking at it's a pile of postcards and cards that looks like mostly were sent to Grace or given to Grace by friends. Oh my god, this postcard you sent Grace from the the weed tree house. Oh yeah. Where did we get those postcards? You brought them from home. Yeah, cuz I had that little box of postcards that were my grandpa's or something. <laughs> 
Well, let's each explain one. Ooh, I just picked up one that's some beautiful modern art. I have one that's a paint chip, and someone had has written Best Buds, and it's a heart with two joints smoking <laughs> and has a very nice message to grape. Yeah, that's from Sophie. Of, that's from Anything Bones is Sophie Schwartz, my bestie. I'm holding a photo of Grace being held by her mom. Is that your mom? Yeah, that's my mom. And you're a tiny little baby with a bow, a pink bow mm. around your head. That was Easter 1993 when <laughs> I... Um, was traumatized by the Easter Bunny. Uh, there, it was in our apartment building. Like the the guy who worked for the building every year would dress up as the Easter Bunny for the a party that they would have for the building, and we went to it. And I got it scared the shit out of me. And for the rest of my time as a child, I would make my mom leave a note on the door. Uh, telling the Easter Bunny to please leave my Easter basket outside <laughs> and not come in the house. That is so cute. That is super cute. A written letter from your family to please stay away. Yeah, and if you look closer at this picture, you can see the terror in my eyes. Yeah, Grace does not look at all. That's a very similar look that you get now. When I get freaked out yeah, by something. Yeah, when you're a little tired, a little high, and something's <laughs> like too much. I'm holding an adorable picture of a younger Jeff, <laughs> a.k.a. Milkman, oh my a.k.a. God. Grace's partner. Wait, really? Not that young. Oh my God, but cute. Younger, maybe college age, because I think that's when you two met, even though you didn't start dating till later. He looks bemusedly surprised. <laughs> and he's near a sort of Viking like ship, but not really. It's just on the wall of a restaurant. That's at a bar in Capitol Hill. Mm. The one, it's a Mexican restaurant, and you go down into the basement, and it's like, do you know what I'm talking about at all? Is it are is the lighting very red down there? Yes. Yeah, I broke up with my ex-boyfriend in that bar. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, cuz look at this. Okay, so Jeffrey was very high on mushrooms in this picture. Uh-huh. Oh, cute. So that's why he looks like he's high on mushrooms. Just like he's high on mushrooms. Cute. Anyway, love you, Jeff. So these were all things that were on your fridge at some point. Or that means something mm-hmm. to me. Anyway, there's lots more like nice pictures and <laughs> beautiful pictures. Other things. Have I talked about Zozobra before? No. On the podcast. What is Zozobra? Zozobra is a thing that happens in Santa Fe every year where these art people in the 20s who were kind of like hipsters started making a an effigy, like a puppet that you would blur- burn and it was burning your gloom so Hmm. now it's the world's largest marionette and tens of thousands of people pack out onto a baseball field and light this like giant like i think it's like a hundred foot tall marionette on fire and after like stuffing the head full of people's like gloom and like terrible things that have happened to them and anxieties and fears, they like stuff it into the head and like make this whole thing. And like the fire department's out back and, but they have arms on it. So as he starts to burn, the arms are moving and a guy does his voice and it's going like, Oh, 
and there's a fire dancer and then like kids come out and they're wearing like sheets over them and they're the glooms and this fire dancer like dances up and then everyone in the crowd is just screaming like burn him him." (laughs) and like kids are there families are there it's like the whole city turns out and um then there's fireworks and music and everyone's just partying and dancing um so that's the burning of zozobra and what is does it say what year what annual 2010 2010 2010 and it started yeah i think in the 20s so Grace, when Bachelor was recording in New Mexico, they did something like this. Like they built one out wherever they were filming and burned it down. <laughs> and the contestants on The Bachelor wrote their woes down. Oh, my God. Yeah. Full did, circle. And did you know, did you like coordinate it with seeing that? before? Yeah, I saw it and I knew immediately. Oh, they did this on The Bachelor. Oh, that's so like funny. Last year. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, guys, so that's my show and tell. Thank you, Grace. Oh, that's beautiful. I can't wait to peruse these more. But first, I have my collection. So if you remember last year, this time I was really into collecting stickers. Yeah. And I got really into my sticker collection and that's still going strong. I don't buy as many anymore. I still just often sit down and look through my sticker book and feel happy. But I, my new thing has, I've gotten really into buying scrunchies. Fun. I was wondering if this is going to be a scrunchie collection. It's my scrunchies. Oh my God. I put them all in a little box. Wow. They're very well organized. Oh my God. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. So, and they're mostly clean. I guess I see some hairs. Sorry, but I do. I wash <laughs> oh them all. I've probably worn one since, but I did wash them all the other day and dried them. So they'd be nice. They are. They look like very nice scrunchies. Steph just picked up one that's like blue stretchy corduroy. Yeah. The blue corduroy one. I've got one that's white and then it has like neon colored triangles on it. Yeah. That's like the 80s. Uh, T- early 90s TGIF one is what I think oh, of it as. Very cool. We have some satin ones that are really smooth. I imagine it might be hard to hold a heavy pony, but are I beautiful. I think they work pretty well. Okay. You just got to really bound them up. <laughs> and then, of course, the one you know that I'm going to be drawn to the most is this pink velvet one. Ooh. Ooh. Feel it, Kayla. <laughs> Very nice. It's the same fabric as my pants right now, some velour. So, Phoebe, do you one scrunchy it or do you multiple scrunchy it? I just one scrunchy it. I just do ponytails or. Do you match it with an outfit? Yeah. I mean, match it with an outfit isn't exactly how I would call the process, but it is part of putting together, like, you know, either or at some point I'll be like, oh, and what's scrunchy? And then pick one out. And well, you are wearing a white in mind. white cardigan and, I, and white yeah. scrunchie right now. Yeah. Gorgeous. Simply gorgeous. Well, now that I'm coming back into the land of the long-haired after having shorn it off during the pand- early stages of the pandemic. <laughs> um, well, and Etsy is the best. I like always buy uh, scrunchies, scrunchies by off Etsy. Etsy. Yeah, that's my fave place. Then I can just sit on my couch and buy scrunchies. Or stickers. Stickers and scrunchies. If you ever want advice, just ask for it. Email us at stonerchickspodcast (laughs) at gmail.com and Phoebe will answer your question. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, show and tell. And that's, I guess, the end of show and tell. Yeah. And people, we want to know what your show and tells are. So if you throw something in your Instagram story or want to tweet at us at stonerchickspod on Twitter 
or at Stoner Chicks podcast on Instagram, uh, hashtag show and tell and tag us and we'll repost it. We want to see what cool stuff you've got. I love that idea. Tell us about your shit, your shows and tells. I want to see your shit. <laughs> I want to see your shit. Shit and tell, shit and tell. Oh my God. And thank you for being listeners. Truly, thank you for sticking with us. We, oh my God. Grace loves it. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, and I love all of you. Um, thanks for listening for a whole year. And we can't wait to keep doing this. Keep for listening you. for at least another year. Keep listening for at least another year. Join We've, our Patreon. Join our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash stoner chicks. It's a way that we keep everything going. It's a way to support us where we can keep bringing you the best quality podcasts and bonus content. Um, come hang out at the virtual smoke sessions. Those are super fun. We also want to hear from you over email stoner chicks podcast at gmail.com send in your high thoughts dear stephanie and beyond that if you're listening and you're having fun listening to us pop on over to apple podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review please we love you so much that really helps and on spotify apparently 69 percent of you are listening on spotify 69 percent of you we like that so so give us a nice old rating on spotify and uh beyond that find other info about shows and whatnot at stonerchickspodcast.com our p.o box was uh mentioned earlier and is in the liner notes and get excited for our 420 show coming up baby if you're in seattle you don't want to miss it yeah it's at the factory <laughs> lux in seattle on 420 but on 419 420's eve we will be celebrating 420's eve live on twitch free That's for everyone free for everyone twitch.tv slash stoner chicks podcast we love you all so much it's been so weird and delightful to record with you all in person it's been it's been pretty good <laughs> it's been pretty good to podcast with you all it's been uh what you stoner chicks say um show and tell <laughs> show and tell smoke your weed light up everybody 